welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to spend a little bit of time talking about knowledge and lack of knowledge and why this is probably the biggest problem facing us today. I just finished reading Orthodoxy by G.K. Chesterton again, and uh, what I find compelling about the book is you read through it. He, he got a, approaches his apologetics for starting from a logical perspective, a perspective of knowledge. And I stop and reflect back and look at, um, there's a, a guy that has a meme channel, and I don't even know the name of it, but he'll go around and you might have seen this man on the street things where he'll ask people just random historical questions and he'll answer, he'll say yes to every answer, despite these people completely have no earthly idea what in the world the answer to these questions are. And they're fundamental questions like how many states are there and, um, you know, who is the current vice president and numerous other things that makes you really wonder uh, what is the intellect of society today? which raises a few questions because I think the intellect of society today is uh, extraordinarily lacking. <laughs> and so uh, with that being said, uh, I got to thinking in the last chapter, he's really talking a lot about, about knowledge and about um, some of these evident things. And, and of course, this boils down, I think it's the cosmological argument. I, I don't remember all of my exact names of the theologies. I know what the theologies are, I can't remember the exact names. Um, but he writes, you have to remember, he's writing in the late 1800s into the early 1900s. This is the guy who inspired C.S. Lewis in most of his work. And uh, he really brought in a lot of interesting discussions on theology, on um, philosophy versus theology. He talked about eugenics leading up to, uh, uh, well, Rockefellers and such were making the eugenics programs uh, trendy, whatever else, before, before good old, uh, good old uh, uh, 1940s uh, German commander um, made it no longer trendy to talk about it. Uh, but he has a whole book on it as well. And what I got to thinking at the end of that book is as he's discussing the various elements of things going on is it boils down into this lack of knowledge in our modern society. We in our modern society have become, for all practical purposes, dumb as rocks. And I think that there's a lot of reasons for this. In fact, I, I, um, I made this discussion in, in um, some notes and I was having a discussion with a pastor about it um, uh, just uh, last week or so, and looking at what happened with all of the uh, government responses to COVID, where they shut all these churches down, what we see is a lot of people have just given up on the church altogether. They've given up on faith altogether. They've given up on everything like that altogether. Um, and as they are doing that, and as they are giving it all up, what the observation I made to the pastors I was having this discussion is, I think that that this is the this is simply the dead believers leaving the church. Finally, good riddance. We need to get the shaft out that the wheat may flourish. And where do I think the la the latest big actual spiritual fall happened? That happened between 2008 and 2010. That is really what I looked everything over. And, and I, I actually had a really, really good church leading up to 2008. And then I moved in 2008. And then I couldn't find a church. And then I ended up moving back a few years later. And the church that I had that was so great also seemed dead. I'm like, what is going on here? Well, it made this observation that people lost their knowledge of God. They left their knowledge of faith behind. 
okay? What happened in between 2008 and 2010? Three things, a trifecta of three things. The first thing is the proliferation of broadband internet. Okay, prior to that time, you might have had dial up, you might have had some type of cable modem or a DSL modem, but that is was not really broadband. I mean, the DSLs, cable DSLs were just coming on the, the forefront, and most people didn't have them. Um, but now we had the proliferation of broadband, higher speed internet inside people's homes. Prior to that, you'd have really good internet at work. You would come home and you didn't bother with internet. Didn't even matter. There was a time during that period, I went without internet at home for a few years to save on money because I'm at the lab all the time and we have T3 lines. So I literally took care of all my banking and everything else I've needed to do on the internet was all done there. And then I'd just come home and not worry about having internet. Uh, the second thing that happened is the proliferation of social media. MySpace was just leading into this. It still wasn't all that popular. Facebook hits the market right in this time period. Now everybody jumps on board with social media, uh, Facebook starting with that and other social media. So now everybody's got high-speed internet at home and at work, and now we have a social media account, so now we can start doing the Facebook thing. And right around this time, uh, Facebook existed for a few years prior to this, but you had to be connected to a .edu email address to use it. Well, right around this time, Facebook opened up. So every, everybody was uh, able to get it. And then the third thing that happened was the proliferation of smartphones and tablets. Small, easy computing devices that you you just kept on this state and when you turn it on you just push the button and it's always on basically so there's no sitting down to it there's no waiting five to ten minutes to boot it up which is about how long it took computers to boot up in those days uh you turn it on you keep it on until you're ready to close everything down for the night because it took so long uh the meme was real you'd go home you'd push the power button you'd go make a dinner you'd come back and your computer might just about be ready to work on all right, that was the thing that was happening, but this is really when the computers started getting a little bit better and then the tablets and the smartphones happened. So three things happened between 2008 and 2010. Proliferation of broadband internet, um, the proliferation of social media, and the easy access to smartphones and tablets, which enabled people to leave their Bible at home, come to church, but I have, look at this, I have every single Bible on my phone. The problem is you also have, um, uh, I guess Farmville was the biggest game back then. You have Farmville, and at church you're not going through your, your Bible apps, following along with the sermon, you're checking in on your crops on your phone. Okay, and that's what was happening. And what happened in that period of time is spiritual death happened because we stopped paying attention. We had the whole internet. We had the collective knowledge of the world at our fingertips. And because we had that collective knowledge at our fingertips, we forgot everything. Because why bother learning how to do basic math? Why bother remembering what year of the War of 1812? Why bother remembering who the vice president is? If I want to know, I just type it all in. Well, now you just... Siri, who's the vice president? I'm too incompetent to know. All right. Um, although I wish I didn't know who the vice president was. I might have a, you know, I'm not stressed out about it all anyway. I'm just enjoying this, uh, this ship going down. All right. <laughs> uh, but that all being said, um, uh, that all being said, what we, what we see is this lack of knowledge proliferating in the church such that even most Christian YouTube channels are just an extension of the one verse culture. Here's your verse or here's your little subject. Let's talk about a whole lot of philosophical stuff. No real scripture. 
So let's get into a little bit of scripture and where I want to pull my warnings from. Our first warning, this actually came from Hosea. Um, of course, uh, Hosea will be the next prophet that we start. Hosea 4.6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from being my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. It is the lack of knowledge that is coming upon the people by which they are really going about and starting to... Um, uh, starting to to suffer the consequences of these things. A similar sentiment was said in Isaiah 5.13. Therefore my people go into exile for their lack of knowledge. Their honorable men are famished. Their multitude is parched with thirst. Now you might say all oh, Old Testament stuff. How does this tie into the New Testament? Here's where. 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 5 through 7. Now for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, in your moral excellence, knowledge, in your knowledge, self-control, in your self-control, perseverance, in your perseverance, godliness, in your godliness, brotherly kindness, in your brotherly kindness, love. This hinges on the knowledge of God the knowledge of God. We as a collective society have forgotten about the knowledge of God. We don't spend our time in the scriptures. We don't spend our time learning these elements of the world going on. All right, we are incompetent when it comes to the scriptures. I am seeing this more and more and more often as we go about it. What is the solution? Read your Bibles and study your Bibles. Spend some time reading, spend some time studying. Engage in both. Me sure to become more biblically aware than most other people around you. This really is the way that you are going to achieve knowledge of God because really the knowledge of God is what drives our sanctification it's what drives the process by which we become more like Christ it is the thing that drives us to understand what is sin and to turn away from it in our lives it is knowledge is a thing that we have to start looking at so uh, with this, I want to uh, leave it here with the knowledge. Uh, go ahead and sign up on the newsletter, ourwalkingchrist.com. Uh, the newsletter box is right in the middle. We use a double opt-in. When you fill in your information in there, we are going to kick back to you uh, an, an email immediately. Go ahead and check your spam folder for that if you've not gotten it. And then go ahead and save that. Uh, email on your safe senders list so you will not miss a newsletter. We should send one out mid next week will be our next one. Thanks for watching everybody and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.